Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The St. Paul, the fan. Join Corey Cove and me, Tennessee, this Thursday at Willie McCoy's in Albertville for Coors Light Hockey Night. Stop by from 7 to 9 to watch the hockey game and play hockey trivia for a chance to win sweet tickets to the January 4th game. More info at KFN.com, keyword calendar. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hit me get up. First shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy up. Yeah, moonwalking. And this here is our party. My posse's been on Broadway. Couple 13, 14 past. This is the common man. Program on the common man. Dan Cole, he's tend to be. Sounds like your voice is getting better. Not maybe 100% or are you, are you 100%? That's not 100%, but I'm feeling... I was never feeling bad. I was right. never feeling sick. It was just voice. That's it. Well, it's um, you're um, it's good to see that you're rebound. We wish you nothing but the best. It's time for five, three, four. Brought to you by our friends at Casey. Time or rock star. Five questions. Hey, now. Well, actually, three, but five sounds like more than four. Brought to you by Casey's General Store. Question number one. Time now for... And to get it right. We got it right to get it out when we got it right. And that's when we got it right. And to get it right. Get this right. Getting things right to get it right. Did they get it right? We're getting it right now. Get things right. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid voiced their frustration after the referees called an offensive offsides penalty on the Chiefs that wiped out a 49-yard touchdown that featured a cross-field lateral from Travis Kelsey to Kadarius Toney, which would have given the Kansas City Chiefs a lead with just more than a minute remaining. Common, did the refs get it right? Well, yeah, it was a penalty. I saw Mahomes melting down. Calm down. He's starting to annoy me a little bit. I'm not as big a fan. Matter of fact, does this ever happen to you? There are certain teams they start to dominate or get really good, and you start to not like them. Philadelphia. I stunned that Dallas won that game, though. I've thought Dallas is for the past 25 years has been the most overrated team in pro football, and they just destroyed. I didn't see it, but they they took it to Philadelphia. Um, I saw the play. You know, Mahomes says, well, they never call that. They never do. They always warn you. Well, they called it, though. It was a penalty. It doesn't matter if they've never called it before. It's a penalty. Your guy shouldn't have jumped off sides. So just because, oh, your clever little play that you and Andy hatched up with your with your Kelsey character got called back, you lost. It's the way it goes. I think they did get it right. Do you? I mean, if the penalty is the penalty, and I don't have any reason to believe that it wasn't called correctly, there is the old, well, they never call, well, so just because they never call it, I don't like when people use that as an excuse. It's sort of like on the, um, if your ball is kind of out of bounds, no, it's out of bounds in golf. Tend to be if you're offsides in hockey, if the puck is what I don't know, I don't know the exact definition of an offsides, but if any part of if your you body, cross the blue line before the puck does, yeah, yeah. It's just a penalty. I don't care if they call it or not all the time; it's a penalty. Now, what do you think? You're a big Mahomes guy. You think they got screwed? I am a big right? Mahomes guy. I don't know if I really liked his uh, his behavior after, especially when he went to 
there's audio of him going to shake Josh Allen's hand, and he's just sitting there whining and complaining. Oh, about was the he ref. really? Yeah, so it's like, can you stop your whining and complaining for two seconds? Hey, Josh, great game out there. You know, he played very well. Um, I would say I agree with Mahomes that a lot of times that stuff is not called. Like, if you ever watch a National Football League game, how often does it look like there's a defensive lineman who's got his helmet over the line of scrimmage? Or when they go in those, like, tush-push situations... There's a bunch of defensive players that have their helmet in the neutral zone. They don't always call it, and I don't understand why. Like, as a ref, that should be the easiest call to make, whether a guy is in the neutral zone or not. Right. So I would agree with Patrick that it's not always called, and they're not consistent with it. That's fine. That being said, is there an easier play for a wide receiver to make than lining up onside? Like, there's literally hash marks on the field. You can Correct. See, you can see where the ball is lined up. Don't stand across on the other side of it. It's not that challenging of a thing to do. You can't make that mistake. I think, and he was offside. He was on the he was on the other side of the ball. I think a lot of these um, wide receivers are prima donnas. This just in, and I think they don't think the rules apply to them. I um, you know what else I'd like to see? And it's like it's like protocol for wide receivers to point out to the linesman who lets them know whether they're onside right. or not, or whether in the right spot. Because you know some of them have to be back behind the line of scrimmage. They do that before every play. So why didn't you do it? Let me ask you another question. Um, Kansas City's probably in no danger of not making postseason, though, right? Probably not, but they're not going to be having home field advantage that's throughout the what, playoffs, which that, is what they've done a lot. Point, and that's what I don't want to see anymore. They're gonna go, let's go out on the road. Now, again, they've earned that home field. But let's go out on the road and see how good you really are. I'm against Kansas City now. I like Casey. Well, it's because you like Taylor Swift. You're, You're anti-Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm not, I'm not anti. I just... You've never been against the Chiefs until uh, Taylor Swift came along. No, until um, until they uh, got too big. Part of it started with um, what was that thing that, that the quarterback on Netflix? That's where I started to kind of. Oh. Yeah, that was when I first started. To, you know, it, it, the quarterback's a little. Wasn't he screaming like, "That's me! This is me! This is what I'm all about!" or something like that? It's like. You got all the guys playing on the club. Calm down. I'm Question number two. Time now for an in-depth look at the state of the state of hockey. Common, what is the A topic from the Wilds? 3-0 win last night in Seattle. Would it be A, Phil Gustafson making... 24 saves for his second shutout of the season. B, Matt Boldy scoring his sixth goal in seven games. Or C, Marco Rossi scoring his ninth goal. He now trails only Connor Bedard for the rookie league lead. Can I go D in that? Hadn't they lost two in a row after the four wins? Yep. They so lost. I, I, I think stopping the losing streak, because I thought, now what? Remember I asked you? I didn't know. I was just throwing out a question. You know, you, you get the coach fired, so then you come up, you get a little kick in the butt, right? You come up with a little bit more intensity, and you get on a little bit of a winning streak. And so you win four games. But then after the, you know, it's sort of like after you've gone on that first date, and you're on thir- date 13, 14, is the, is the magic kind of gone? And so it's, we're we going to lose a game, and then kind of lose our confidence again, and return to what we really are. That's not a very good team, or really was it coaching? And, then, and so to snap the two-game losing skid and win, I like. I think to me that's what's important. And all the, the, the ABC you mentioned was all part of the reason why they won that game. But I just think getting the win and not getting into some extended losing skid 
was uh, the most important. Now they did lose Jonas Brodeen Friday Uh-oh. night and their and their loss to Edmonton, and uh, he's listed as week to week. He took a shot from behind into the boards. They were Cross able to check from behind. It was it was a hit from behind. I would have to go back and look more specifically. I don't think it was a cross check, but cheap shot. Well, yeah. Anytime a guy's got his back to you and you hit him into the boards, that's a cheap shot. Yes, it should be called a penalty every single time, and it wasn't. But that's a big loss for a, a blue line that is already pretty shallow, pretty thin. They were able to weather the storm last night, basically because Brock Faber was absolutely brilliant defensively last night. But looking over the next week or two, or however long Brodine's out, that could be uh, that could be a little dicey for them. We'll watch it. Number three. It's time now for the lowdown in Dinky Town. Gophers defensive coordinator Joe Rossi. Do we know if it's Rossi or is I, it Rossi? I think it's Rossi. But I think oh, it's, well, I think he's changed it as he's going to Michigan State because he wants a fresh start. Yeah, he's leaving the uh, U to take the same position at Michigan State. Rossi has been with the Gophers since 2017. Under Rossi. The Gophers had uh, one of the top defenses in the nation in 2021 and 2022. They ranked third in total defense and sixth in scoring defense in 2021, ninth in total defense and fourth in scoring defense in 2022. This year, though, the defense struggled, giving up 373.8 yards per game. That's 60th nationally and 26.9 points, 71st nationally. Common is the loss of Joe Rossi, a significant loss. Well, if uh, yeah, I guess just by going by those numbers... That you just uh, related to us, I, I, I guess I, it's probably hey, helped that they didn't have you know Michigan and Ohio State on the schedule that, during that, those years. It, that's exactly right. That, that's also uh, uh, a part of it. And then how much is it players? How much is it scheme? You know, we have a team that likes ball control, so you know, and that's you, you don't really hold that against the defense, but. I think there were in in those years. I bet if you look at it, the Gophers' offense was a pretty good running team, and so they were they were probably winning the the time of possession battle, which allows your defense there's less time on the field, less time to give up yards. I had there were I got a couple of emails from people at confidentkfan.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus wondering why he would leave minnesota for michigan state is like some people, you know, again, it could be something more mysterious for the reason he's leaving. Could it be that he doesn't get along with PJ anymore? I don't you know. I'm just throwing that out that we don't know. Could it be he doesn't get along with him anymore? Does he, does he, um, does he not like the recruits he has coming in? Does he think this, this is trending in the wrong direction and that a fresh start for him and maybe he likes what MSU likes because they have a new head coach now, right? And they have yes. kind of a scandal there. They have a new head coach. Maybe he just wants a fresh start. It could be as simple as that. It's like, hey, got a little, maybe a little bit of a raise. Perry likes the paycheck. Yeah, I, I got, I got a little bit of a raise, and and I just want it. I want to play at East Lansing. I think Michigan State has a better chance to return to the thrilling days of yesteryear than the Minnesota Golden Gophers. It could be as simple as that. Or replacing them, I don't know who it will be. I don't know how big of a loss it will be, in, in um, you know, until they start playing games. And and again, I, I, 
think it's more the personnel than it is the uh, the coach. But you know, you you could make an argument that it's uh, the other way around. And this edition of five questions, basically the same players. Well, actually, three questions, but five sounds like more than four. Few subtractions, few additions, but the team is playing very well. Doesn't hurt to play Chicago and uh, the Radiators in, in consecutive weeks. Either we'll pause and come back. Uh, 534 brought to you by our pals at Casey's. And Casey's has their 24 days and 24 gifts. Just uh, download the app and get freebies through the 24th of December from Casey's. Programming on the fan today is brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. Head over to our contest page and register for your shot and a pair of passes to an early screening of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on Wednesday, December 20th. That's KFAN.com. Keyword contest to enter. It's the weatherman, he said. It's coming down tonight. Oh, the fire's aglow. Gonna pull you close when it snows. Pass Common Man program. I'm common. He's tend to be the head coach of the soon to be big game world champion Minnesota Vikings. Kevin O'Connell will address the media in his day after the game news conference scheduled for two o'clock today. Two o'clock sharp, live from the um, the new Winter Park, aka uh, the TCO Performance Center. Speaking of aka, we're excited and delighted to be joined right now by. Tim Casper, a.k.a. Blenders Guy of the legendary Blenders Quartet out of Fargo, North Dakota. That's where you started, right, Blenders Guy? Yes, first I am addressing the media. And before we get into the thick of it, Colin, I wanted to say that Kenneth B. is such a talented and kind person. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in the vote for the remove the interim tag guy. Really? Oh, oh my God. You're yeah, breaking up. You're breaking up. I... Can't quite hear your your connection. Ain't I mean, bad. I think we should have the, the tag on forever, and it's a really great thing. You were um wow! I was blown away. I I've been to your holiday show. By the way, um, for people that aren't that that don't know this, if you see the Shields TV commercial, it features the Blenders guys singing. That's the soundtrack. How long you been doing the Shields commercials? That's a couple of years now, isn't it? Yeah, that was very kind of you to text me the other night when you saw it. That's a cool thing, too, is that it's playing during a lot of sporting events, yeah. um, of which we are fans. And, uh, yeah, we, we recorded that last year for Shields, and uh, that's a great store, and, and we love it a lot. So um, we also do a lot of stuff with Bell Bank, and, you know, might as well get them all mentioned. Yeah, I I was blown away. You you guys, that's – I'm not just saying this because you're on the air with me because I've just not – I would tell you yeah. – if, if, I'd pan it if I thought it wasn't any good. I'd say, Blenders guy – you might want to go back to the drawing board and and rework it. It, it was I was well, I was blown away by how 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 brilliant you guys were with your your holiday show at Pantages on Saturday night. Thank you, Common. You're very kind. Yeah, you just say tend to be. Don't take Blender's guys' call today because I'm going to pan his show. But we've been doing it a long time. I appreciate that. I know you wouldn't uh, just say that because I've known you a long time and you're a straight shooter. You um, how long have the Blenders been to get now? If I'm not mistaken. There, it's a quartet, so there's four of you. One of the originals is not with the group anymore. Is that correct? 
That's correct. Yeah, so we started about 30-something, four years ago, wow. or something like that, up in Fargo. And uh, one of our, uh, we went through one member change of still a very good friend. In fact, he was at the show yesterday. Um, you know what? I got to do a matinee yesterday and perform for a thousand people instead of watching that dreadful game. Um, how lucky am I? Well, and that's the but, thing. Um, I, I decided to go Saturday night because I needed to see the game on Sunday. I wish I would have went to the matinee instead. Well, I heard you talking about, you know, the fact that you didn't get to go to Vegas. And I'm like, how lucky are you? You got to stay home and, and see the blenders instead. But, yeah, we started up in Fargo. Uh, Paul lives out in Chanhassen. He's, he's still a good friend. He was there yesterday. But, yeah, it's the four of us. And we've been down here. You know, I, I live in Florida now, but we are based here in the Twin Cities. We've been here since, like, 1994. And we met Rosie you know, back in the early 90s, I think for the first time, at one of those kind of muckety-muck, like Night of the Penguin or one of those sort of uh, black tie events in downtown okay. Minneapolis. So we go way back with Rosie. How long um, have you been doing the uh, the holiday show for the, for the entire 34 years? Yeah, well, we recorded our first Christmas album, which is called Nog. We recorded that in 1997. And then we started doing, we were doing a, a couple shows at the State Theater, and we did a few shows over in, in St. Paul, of course, but then uh, we started at the Pantages right after it kind of reopened back in 2002, and we've been playing there every year since, except we took two years off during the pandemic. So are you it's been crazy? It was. It, are you? Was it just this weekend? Are you doing more than one weekend, or, or, or as the time passed for people to still see your see your show here this this no, Christmas just, season? Yeah. Next year, I'll have to call in earlier. But, yeah, we just did this past weekend, which was great and, and uh, virtually sold out. And then we're going to, we, we, you know, we go around a little bit throughout the upper Midwest mostly. We're going to head up to Fargo and do seven shows. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, the, who, because, you know, it's it's more than just four guys sitting with microphones singing the acapella. You, you have a band that, you do some acapella stuff, but you also yep. have four band members. You have a keyboardist, bass player, drummer, and a guitar player. They're all immensely talented, and just the way you guys put the show together and the different arrangements you do, it's not like a church choir singing holiday songs. You guys put a, the arrangements that you put on these songs, they're really, they're lively, they're peppy. It's just, who comes up with the idea of how to put it, to blend it all together, pardon the pun? Well, thank you. Yeah, well, actually, just the four of us do that. I mean, really, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of experience. We've been doing it a long time, and we know that, you know, that's the stigma we want to get over is that we're not just kind of a sleepy a cappella show or, like you said, some choir show. I mean, we've got a really killer backup band. All of those are, are Twin Cities guys, and, and a lot of them, your names are their names you would know. And, and yeah, we, we want to keep it really lively and punchy and keep it moving. And, and like you said, two hours goes by just like that. I mean, all those years I couldn't get you to come, you had, you had like sporting events for the boys and things like that. And I understood that, you know, but now that you've been there, you kind of understand a little bit more what it's about. Well, you, you guys did an arrangement of, of, um, uh, do uh, you, do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? And you, it's like you sampled, I can't think of another word. You tell me what it'd be. You sampled the, the who's Baba O'Reilly. I just couldn't yeah. believe how brilliant it was. It was, it was, um, it was spectacular, spectacular. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool. I think Ryan brought that to the group a few years back. That's on one of our albums. I can't remember which one. I think it's called Holy Night. We have five Christmas albums. Of course, people can go to theblenders.com or find us on iTunes or Spotify or all the usual spots. But yeah, we have um, five, and then we have some compilations as well. You know, during the pandemic, we shot some really cool videos here in town. Instead of doing like a 
like a live streaming thing. We shot some really cool videos, and those live on YouTube. People can go look those up. And you know what? If someone has an hour to kill and they want to find out about these Twin Cities guys that um, have been together 34 years, we have a documentary called One Last Song on YouTube, and uh, you can go check that out. If anyone ever has an hour to kill, it's kind of cool. And um, it explains a lot about what we've been through in, in our group and everything and all the years, like, you know, opening for Jay Leno in Vegas and all those, uh, Howie Mandel and those guys. I mean, we can't, we can't get a spot on uh, Flop, Sweat, and Tears, but um, if well, we need to, we open for Leno or Howie. Sauce and I are at Forgotten Star and Fridley this coming, um, this coming Friday. If you want to bring the guys to Forgotten Star and Fridley... If you guys want to warm up, the, the thing is, here's what I'm afraid of. It's the old, you guys will be so good and blow the crowd away. And then it's time for Meat Sauce, Common Man, and Larry Mondello guy to trot out their stale act. It's just, it would almost be better if you guys featured, we open for you, and then you guys headline. You're well, welcome to come. You, well, you last, got, huh? Night, you know, when I introduced the band, I said, um, you know, they're really cool. They We don't pay them. They all work <laughs> for uh, Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. Right. And then, yeah, and then when I introduced the uh, bass player, I said, but he's high maintenance. He works for Cole's Cash. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Well, Thanks for the rim <laughs> shot. I got one more rim shot, and I said, every all the guys on this stage are happily married. My wife came home one day, and she said, there's a bunch of signs in the neighborhood that say $95 divorce. I said, here's a hundo. Keep the change. You know, maybe you could headline as a comic forget bringing the other blenders you could just do some material okay. for us because we could use use well, that's another good news right well, i can always try out material well you and guys it flops i can go to a song you, you guys do do comedy though you come back from the from the intermission and i i forget i i i, I forget the uh the gentleman's name that that wears the tutu Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ryan. Yeah, we've known each other since three or four years old. He does a comedy sketch. You do it to um, on the 12 days of Christmas. And it's um, yeah. it's it takes me a lot to laugh because, quite frankly, I think I'm the only person that's funny. And... <laughs> And I, I laughed out loud. I thought it was that good. It was just somebody just, as a matter of fact, just sent a text message. It says, saw the blenders Friday night. Been going every year since 2002. Highlight of the holiday season for the family. Scott from Bloomington. And it was a highlight for me. It was. Um, and then, you know, if, if here's you have a, another connection to the Grum. Your brother, positive motion guy, comes down to the state fair every year and does the. You say common, I say man. He's a, he's a um, he's a uh, uh, inspirational speaker, right? And he comes down and yep. he works with the fans. So there's all sorts of talent in the Casper family. Yeah, well, that's why I say you know he's he's positive motion guy and and he does a great job too. And I'm going to see him in a couple of days here up in Fargo. But um, yeah, I appreciate it. You know the the guys and I we've known each other a long time, and so. We, we have some funny banter in between, and we like to have yep. fun, but we don't do that too much. You know, no. We've heard of groups that, or maybe back in the old days, you know, we'd do like five songs and 
talk way too much. We keep the music going, and then once in a while we get to joke around a little bit. It's a, it's a, it was a heck of a show. Thanks again for inviting me, and uh, I'll be back next year as well. And uh, good luck to you. Maybe, maybe we'll see you in the blenders. For, what's the name of the place again? It's the Forgotten Star Brewery. We'll be there on Friday in Fridley. Would love to have the, the you guys come and warm us up. If you guys decide to, just show up. The doors will be open for you. I love the Grum, and when I'm in uh, Sarasota, Florida at home, I've got the iHeartRadio on, listening to it, and uh, just keep up the great work, Common. We appreciate you. Thanks, Blenders guy. Appreciate that. Um, Notice, Tennessee, that I, I asked him two or three times, and he didn't say, hey, we'll be there. He just kept saying, oh, you know, okay, I'll be listening to the show down in Florida. Breaking, oh, yeah. can't hear what you're saying. See, I don't think the Blenders are going to be there. I think I told you off here. I think your family would love it. It is a family show. It's just so good. It was, um, I was blown away. We'll take a break. We will come back. We're about a, we're under a half hour away, hopefully, from a, um, the Kevin O'Connell day after the game news yes. conference here on The Fan. When winter's here, winter's here. The fan, the fan. Head over to the KFAN contest page and register for your shot and a pair of early screening passes to Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire, the new sci-fi movie with filmmakers Zack Snyder. That's KFAN.com. Keyword contest to enter. Johnny Carson. A Dylan duet. I think we've done this before, Timmy. Next time you play this for bumper music, can you find the uh, live version from a 2010 performance in London? I think I've had you play it once before. It's probably the best version, and you can find hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds of versions of this, of course, because Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders have played it. Hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds of thousands of times, but the uh, the live performance I've, I've watched is um, seemingly my favorite. She must be wearing, you know how the NFL players wear that eye black? If you watch the performance, she must be wearing eye black because it's just dripping down her face during the song. So I think she decided to do, she didn't like the light shining in her eyes or something, but watch it sometimes. Um, And watch Martin Chambers on on the drums. He's just so good. He's he, Matter of fact, I, I think he finally, I think, I think he's finally retired from the the, the uh, pretenders. He was the only he was the only member of the band that was with her from the very start until I guess the very end. Until I think she's still out working, but I don't really think she works as the pretenders anymore. But that's uh, neither here nor there. What is this, Timmy? There are a number of as the common man, you have naysayers, critics, detractors, including this one that says um, I was. Um, lamenting the Lions running the ball over and over and over again. He says, Lions got five yards per carry from the running backs. Okay. If you go just by the stats, you'd say that's a pretty good running game, wouldn't you? Well, the last drive the Lions had, the Bears were delighted to let them run five, six, eight yards up the middle every play and eat a clock. Yeah. Um, also, m- many of those yards came on two or three runs. In other words, big runs. And they never capitalized on any of them. That was the problem. And then they kept trying to watch the second half of the game and tell me how effective the running game was. It just wasn't. And then 
St. Brown didn't have his usual no. good game. Laporta was okay early with a couple of catches, and then he wasn't much of a factor. They dropped balls. It was just a bad performance. And that's why I don't trust the Lions uh, in any way, shape, or form. I'm telling you, if you want to get a... Um, what well, KOC did it, too. KOC, I, I wish I had... I should have got it from the... Um, you know, the game, right after the game, there's a 20-minute cooling off period, and they have to meet the media. And I always watch... The Danny Campbell news conference after after the Lions game. Then I always watch the um, Kevin O'Connell. When I usually watch it several hours later because it's downloaded onto YouTube, and then you can watch it. And Campbell doesn't know what to say. He just if if I'm a media member, I don't know how I write a story out of what he says because he doesn't say anything. There's nothing there. Just no not, substance. No substance. We're not panicking. You know, we just we, he just he, he's just. We're we're not panicking, uh, you know. I I like where our football team is right now. We'll straighten these things out. That's what good teams do. That's a good football team over there. They're four and eight. They're not a good football team. They're a terrible team in a terrible city with terrible fans in a terrible stadium. If you are a team that has title aspirations, you go to Chicago. You win that game. You're you're up thirteen ten at the half and have the ball coming out of the half. Go win the game. Don't go a three and out. Let them drive down the field and score again. And then. KOC is another one who's a master of that gobbledygook talk that these coaches oh, do. Yeah. He was asked a question, I think it was about Mullins or something, and he didn't answer the question in any way, shape, or form. KOC is the best at saying a lot without saying yeah, anything. Yeah, he he said, he, taught, he gave like about a minute and a half answer, and I'm just like, are you going to address the question he asked? Because he didn't have an answer for it. And I think these guys are also, and I don't expect him to just, I don't think you expect a coach to just destroy his team. Some guys do. Some guys will come right. I, just a little bit of honesty about how your team played. And, and he did. He did say the offense didn't play very well. He tried to blame it mostly on injuries. I think it goes beyond that. I, I think you had um, Hawkinson dropped another pass he probably should have caught. Um KJ, I'd never seen anything like that in my life. I've liked him a lot. I, I thought he was going to develop, not into a star receiver, but I thought he was going to be that. I thought he was going to be part of our three deep. I thought we'd go three deep. We'd have T-shirts made. I mean, hmm. Think about all the kids. Think about this, Timmy. How many parents, out? I mean, how many people have wrote to Santa, kids, and they want a Joshua Dobbs jersey and is wrapped up getting ready to be sent and put under their tree? <laughs> what do you do with that now? You could buy him for a pretty good, nice deal now. That's almost like putting a lump of coal in somebody's in somebody's stocking, isn't it? What if what if that's what you what if that's what Santa's getting for your kid, a Joshua Dobbs jersey? Because you're all excited about number fifteen. I don't think he'll ever play again unless it's an emergency situation, right? He'll probably never play in the Vikings again. His career could be over. Yeah, I don't know if he'll ever start an NFL game anywhere. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it could be over. Well, I mean, he'll get a backup job somewhere just because he's had some moments. If he wants it, because he is, he might decide to go work for NASA. Sure. Right? I'm beginning to think that, do you think it's possible that football is harder than rocket science? Because he's really good at rocket science, apparently, but the quarterback in position seems to leave a little to be, a little to be desired with the young man. So maybe it is a little more difficult. So you've got to watch the, you got to watch the games. You can't just look at the stats, right? And go, oh, five yards per carry. Mm -hmm. They had, how many points did they score? 13? Did they get more than thirteen to Detroit? What, are they, what was the final on that? I they, think they ended up with thirteen. Didn't yeah, they? they 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 didn't they they didn't get a first down. 
until five or six minutes remaining in the fourth quarter in the game. Yeah, 28-13. So how do you say that the running game shows five yards of carry? That's great. It did them no good in the second half. Tonight, the Green Bay Packers will be um, in the Meadowlands, one of Mark Rosen's favorite cities, the city of New York, to take on the New York football Giants. Have they gotten any better, Tennessee, or are they still just giants? awful? No, they're pretty bad. Yeah. And we, we looked at the Green Bay schedule last week, and it hasn't changed, folks. For those of you that um, uh, have a, um, a mild dislike for Green Bay or an outright hatred, you're not going to like what you see on that schedule. We looked at it last week. They don't. I guess have, the Giants have one, two in a row. Okay. They beat the Patriots, 10-7. I don't even know if that counts. No. Go ahead. But they won at Washington the week before that, 31-19. At, at where? At Washington. At Washington. That's the right. Walruses. So, um, but the previous games before that, they lost 49 17 at <laughs> Dallas. They lost 30 to 6 at Vegas. What? what? Was O'Connell playing in that game? <laughs> um, it sounds like they had two Titanic battles against uh, Washington and uh, in, in the. Uh, and, so, anyways, and then you look at the rest of the schedule, and it's all, you know, you always have to preface it by saying on paper in parentheses, right? Because. They don't play them on paper, Tennessee. They play them on AstroTurf or real grass. But it's hard to look at the way Green Bay has been playing. The quarterback, I know Viking fans don't want to hear it. I don't even like saying it. I think they got the real deal. And I'm not doing the, he's going to be better than Rodgers and Favre. I'm just saying it looks like they've got a guy who's pretty competent. Now, again, Maybe part of that's been the competition they've been playing. I don't know. I'm not studying every... I'm not breaking down film of every game. I'm sure he still does throw passes that leave you scratching your head. But they've been playing good teams recently it, when he's been doing that's well. A, that's exactly right. And when Now you, the Lions defense not great, right. but Chiefs defense is pretty good. But when you watch him, he seems to be in control of his emotions. He seems to... He doesn't just stare down one receiver. He's able to look around. He's He's, he's got... He's got a good arm. I, I think they've. They, I think they got a guy that's going to be there for a while, and that schedule is is about as easy as it gets. Yeah. Then we already told you Detroit's falling apart. So then it's, it's the Vikings. Now again, isn't that funny how it does change? That Bungles game after Burrow got yep. hurt, and they were they were losing games. That was starting like to look like that's almost like a gimme. And now it's like, well, no, the Browning kid who used to play for us. They're playing as well as anybody right now. That's exactly right, and they're right in the, in the thick of things. So, and then you've got the the the, the good thing for Minnesota is they, they do have another one with Green Bay, and that's here, right? Yes, Packers so have, is here. You have Detroit here, you have Green Bay here, and then you go to Pontiac, and so it's it's kind of setting up. Are both Minnesota seven and six now? Right. Yes. Detroit is nine and four. Correct. Green Bay could go They'll to 7-6 seven seven six six if, if they win tonight. So there's two se- so that's two games separating um, the Packers and the Vikings from Detroit. And there's four games left. And I'm telling you, the game Detroit, I, I think they'll have a tough time beating Denver. That's a coin flip game to me. Because Denver's okay. We saw them. They, they beat us, right? They're not great. but you know, been, you, over, over the last seven weeks, they're you, about as good as anybody. Well, there you go. So then you have Denver, and then Minnesota's got them right where they want them. You got them at the bank. And Detroit's offense has been their strong point, but our strong point is our defense, so I don't expect Detroit to, to light it up. 
And then their defense is so bad, the Vikings will look really good offensively against Detroit unless something changes quickly with uh, with the Kitties did make some plays yesterday on defensive. They had one play, though. It was, it was actually the play called by Chicago. I couldn't understand. They had a fourth and one in Detroit territory. And they decided to do some kind of a deep handoff or something instead of letting Fields run the ball. And Detroit snuffed it out, and they got the ball. But they could have put the game. They were up. They could have put the game away at that point. I think they were up thirteen nothing at that point. It could have been a you know twenty nothing lead. But Detroit got the ball back and then scored a couple of times. That you were going to say about the schedule or something? I was going to say the you were talking about the Broncos. They've won six of seven. Some pretty nice wins: Green Bay at home, Kansas City at home, at Buffalo, Vikings at home, Browns at home. Their one loss was to the one to the Texans when Russell Wilson threw an interception at the, on the at the end, and then they just beat the Chargers by seventeen on the road. So, their players pretty, 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 pretty good schedule there. They, they've won six of seven against. Boy, that bodes well for the Kitties coming off another bad loss, and, we, and the coach keeps doing the odd. Oh, we can clean this up. This is what good teams do. We clean this stuff up. I'm not panicking. We're okay. Put it this way, I've, I've, I've already sent the the, uh, the signal flare up. I'm panicking. The team is in, in, in a lot of trouble here. So I think it comes... Aruga, Aruga. I think it comes down to Minnesota and Green Bay to win the division. And I think Green Bay is... But if you're in Detroit, don't you look at those two Vikings games and go, oh, those are pretty winnable for us. I think if they're and That's thinking, not a scary-looking team to them right no, now, is it? Well, yeah, I, I guess it's... And the defense is good, but... Lots of things. Detroit will have trouble scoring points if Minnesota can get any kind of offense. I think it's possible we could see Jaron Hall by that first Detroit game. We'll see what happens this week against Cincinnati. Put it this way. If Mullins looks anything like Dobbs does against Cincinnati, you almost have to then try the third guy, right? Don't you or not necessarily. Maybe not. So, so for the record, you think Mullins is going to be so bad in one game that they're going to go to Jaron Hall yet you also think the Vikings are going to catch the Lions in the NFC North. No, I said, if Mullins, <laughs> if, if Mullins is that bad, I said, if, I don't know if he is. I'm saying if he is, I would, I would, I would swap out right away. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate at all. Well, no, I mean, really, truth be told, let's just play it out as the, on, you know, on paper. I think the Vikings are going to be, they'll be the, un, they're, they're, how many point underdog are they right now to Cincinnati? They must be an underdog. There's no way they're the favorite. So let's say they lose. So they go to seven and seven. They beat Detroit. They go to eight and seven. Green Bay is going to be one up on them going to that Green Bay game. They've got to win that. And didn't we beat Green Bay earlier? We beat them, right? Yes. So there's the tiebreaker. The game that really matters. Because I think we're going to lose to Cincinnati. I think when we play Green Bay. There's going to be a one-game difference between the two teams. Green Bay is going to be up one. If the Vikings can win that game, draw even with Green Bay, have the tiebreaker, they go to Pontiac and clinch the North on the last game of the season. Oh, oh my gosh. And then as one of the... I don't know. Would that be the third-best division record? I mean, because somebody in the South could win with a, with a, with a sub-500 yes. record, couldn't they? Who's leading it now? Is it well, Atlanta? Tampa Bay just took the lead now after Tampa. they beat Atlanta. Okay. I think they have the tiebreaker right now. And what, what is Tampa Bay's record? Are they under 500 or are they at 500? The Vikings could be the three seed. I know people think I'm crazy. I've watched Detroit play. Don't tell me. They're awful. They're yeah. falling apart. 
Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans are all six and seven. We're going to be the three seed, <laughs> which means we play the six seed. I think the Green Bay wins the division before the Vikings do. But see, Tennessee be here. Can't you see how I have this? Look, at, we lose to Cincy. Okay, and they beat whoever they got. And Green yeah. Bay is going to run the table, except the one game that Vikings have to win is the one that's head up with them. Because if they, if Green Bay wins tonight, they're seven and six. And let's say they win next week and we lose to Cincinnati. Now we're game behind. Then we beat Detroit. They beat whoever they are. One game back. Then it comes down. We beat Green Bay here. We're tied for the North lead, and then we just have to beat Detroit at Pontiac. That's like a gimme. That's a three foot gimme. The Vikings are going to win the division. You've got to trust me on. I think I still think more highly of Detroit than you do. Why? I don't know why you do. You're, they're not a perfect team, but why do you think so highly of the Vikings? I'm not thinking highly of the Vikings. It's well, you think they can win three in a row against two in Detroit here, here, and one against Green here, Bay? Here's what I'll tell you: the reason I like them better is because the Vikings' defense is vastly superior to the Detroit defense. Yeah. And I think defense wins championships. Detroit can't stop anybody. They can't. And so well, I, Green Bay's defense might be able to match the Vikings, and right now they're better offensively. Well, yeah, we need some things to go our way. Certainly, I'm doing a little ducky and bunny. I'm an extended family member to a certain extent. I'm getting it. By the way, you know, that next time the Vikings in Vegas might not be that long from now. That might be yet this season. We might be doing the gritty in Sin City. So now, the corner's office said you and I should. We, we have to go. We get to go to Las Vegas for the big they, game. They always have said, regardless of where it is, if the if right. any of our major teams made it to a big game, or if the, if the Wild made it to a Stanley Cup, they said they would send us out. That just never never come to fruition. You know what they'll say though? You have to pay your own airfare and hotel room. That's what they'll say. I could probably figure out a way to get complimentary golf, so that would kind of take a little bit of the financial burden away from you and I. Because what is it What is it to fly to Vegas and back and get a room? Well, it's kind of pricey. These days, it's a lot more expensive, yeah. Especially during the big game. You think they'll jack those? Do you think they'll do some price gouging in Las Vegas? You like... It would probably be so bad. We'd have to go all the way down to the far end of the uh, the strip, and we'd have to go to... Um, we have to stay at the Circus Circus. Look. We'd have to stay downtown in Binion's. <laughs> I'd stay downtown in Binion's. Either that or the Stardust. We'll break. We'll come back. The head coach is next on the fan. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.